I'm Ashley Baxter, the founder of With Jack. And after so many years helping freelancers stay in business, I'm no stranger to the kinds of problems you face. But freelancing doesn't mean having to face these problems alone. In a lot of these situations, there is help available. I'd like to share these stories with you so that you can be a confident freelancer. Did you know that it's been one whole year of producing weekly, weekly Unsure Unsure episodes? I've never missed a week. Happy anniversary to my little podcast. Um, I do hope that you've got some value out of this. Overall, I'm really pleased with the content that we've created and put out there. The whole reason I started this podcast was because there is a lack of information out there about how insurance can help freelancers and also how to manage common risks and tackle problems if they do arise. Really, we just wanted to highlight that there is help available. Now, hopefully this podcast has helped someone through a scary situation or made you reevaluate your processes to reduce risk or best case scenario, all of those things, plus encourage you to take action by insuring your business. With Jack, our mission is to help you be a confident freelancer. And I feel very strongly about sharing information that complements that mission. So I don't know if I've mentioned this, but whilst I plan on this episode being the last ever episode of Unsure Insure, at least in its current format. I do think that Unsure Insure will continue to exist, but probably in a different format going forward. Um, I might come back to this podcast when we have something new to share, but we're no longer sticking to a weekly schedule. I don't know if that's come out of nowhere. I actually think that I left a note to mention it in the last episode, and I don't think I did. So surprise! (laughs) I thought it would be fun for the final episode in its current format to go through some of the popular episodes and takeaways and to also share my favourite episodes and takeaways. The most popular episode is episode number two, What a Freelancer Doing That Requires Insurance. In this episode, we talked about the responsibility that you have as a freelancer for delivering work on time and providing work that meets client expectations and standards. And that's ultimately why you should be insured, because sometimes things happen outside of your control that can lead to projects getting derailed or clients feeling unhappy with the work that you've delivered or progress you've made. Sometimes a mistake in your work can cause problems for your client. And this is really why you should have insurance. But I think that the big takeaway from the podcast in general is that when problems do happen, you, the freelancer, are rarely the root cause. Yes, you can make mistakes in your work. And yes, you should have processes in place to reduce the likelihood of problems arising. But the bigger risk is always going to lie with things outside of your control, like your clients. You don't have control over their behaviour or expectations. You don't have control over their reaction to events or what happens internally within their organisation. And this is where a lot of problems start. So when we urge freelancers to consider insurance, it really isn't because we're implying that you're terrible at your job, you need all the help you can get, you're accident prone. No, most of our claims come about due to events and circumstances that freelancers have little control over. So by being insured, you're just transferring that risk to the insurer so your business can escape as unscathed as possible and you can focus on your biggest asset, 
your productivity. The real stories we shared also proved to be popular with listeners. Uh, The most popular story was episode number seven. Gosh, I peaked very early with this series. The, The early episodes were the most popular. Client wants me to finish our project and is asking for damages. This project had missed various deadlines due to the scope changing throughout. The freelancer's client asked them to submit the work that they'd done, but then demanded the freelancer pay them damages because the work was overdue, even though it wasn't the freelancer's fault that the scope had changed. The stories that we share seem to follow a similar pattern, mostly to do with poor project management, either on the freelancer's side or the client's side, and even in some cases, it's on both sides. But generally, if you have good workflow practices in place, projects should progress without a hitch or fires can be put out pretty quickly. So things like not starting work without a deposit, having your client sign a contract, detailing what work is to be expected with a project scope, solid communication throughout, documenting everything, getting clients sign off, setting and sticking to boundaries. These things won't guarantee everything goes smoothly all of the time but trust me they will reduce the risk of projects or clients going off the rails. So those were some of the most um, popular episodes and takeaways for listeners but here are my top five episodes. The first episode to choose is episode number 48 having a law firm on retainer This is the episode that we heard from with Jack customer David about his experience using the legal advice helpline, which is included with your legal expenses insurance, to help him recover money that he was owed from a client through small claims court. The big takeaway here was how versatile the legal advice helpline is, in this instance helping to guide David through everything from the potential cost of small claims court to filling out the paperwork. Ultimately, he was able to recover some of what he was owed, so there was a positive outcome. The cost of that helpline is included, as I mentioned, in your legal expenses insurance, which costs around £5.50 a month, Um, and a lot of freelancers don't know that this help exists. My second pick is episode 50, a first-hand account of pursuing a payment through small claims court. I know many freelancers who have considered pursuing clients through small claims court for late payments as a last resort. So I wanted to hear firsthand from somebody who'd done it. Was it worth it? What was involved? How much did it cost? Were they successful? So I would recommend that episode to anybody who'd like to learn a bit more about the process because Chris was very candid with his experience. But with that said... If you have legal expenses insurance, that might be able to help you solve the issue of late payments because there is a debt recovery service included in that. Next is episode number 46. Be a confident freelancer. I recorded this episode during a period of frustration. We had a string of freelancers contact us who were experiencing very similar problems with clients trying to take advantage of them. And in many of these situations, the freelancer just didn't have the confidence to stand up to their client, even though they knew they didn't deserve to be treated that way. So what I was going for with this episode was a bit of a cheerleader vibe, getting you amped to to stand up for yourself if a client tries to take advantage and to take on the world of freelancing confidently. If you feel that you need that, then check out episode number 46, uh, because 
a lot of freelancers do struggle with setting and sticking to boundaries because they don't want to deal with conflict and feel uncomfortable telling a client no or there's a, a fear of losing a client so freelancers can overstretch themselves to accommodate clients but being insured should give you the confidence to stand your ground with clients who try to mistreat you or extract more value from you than has been agreed because if they do ever take things that little bit further your insurance is ready to swoop in and help. My fourth pick is episode 37, Keeping Projects on Time and Managing Client Expectations. I spoke to several very well-established freelancers for um, that episode um, about the processes they have in place to ensure the projects run on time and to also make sure their clients are on the same page as them for the duration of the project because I know I've mentioned this before, but a lot of the claims we see stem from poor project management, not always uh, because of the freelancer. So in in episode 37, we focus on processes you can implement to ensure that your workflow is solid and your project management is on point. And lastly, episode number 16, professional indemnity insurance teardown. Most of the episodes that listeners enjoy are more story-based, but I think that this episode's worth a listen because... I do a pretty good job, if I do say so myself, of breaking down a very complex insurance product in a way freelancers can understand. It is such a meaty insurance product and because there are so many moving parts to it, a lot of the valuable features can be hidden or misconstrued. So I go through the policy features and talk about how they apply to you and the work you do as a freelancer. I don't really know how to end this season finale. If you've listened to most of the episodes then I know that I will sound like a broken record but I'm going to try and surmise the key messages of this podcast. So here goes. You have to approach every single project whether it's a new client, an existing client or a friend with solid processes in place. Processes that will help you meet deadlines processes that will ensure you and your client are on the same page at all stages of the project. Processes that will help you manage common problems like the scope changing throughout the project. You must approach each project with confidence. Confidence in your skill set, confidence in your pricing, confidence in your workflow. If you aren't confident, some clients will take advantage of that. You'll end up doing more work than what was agreed or working on projects you're no longer enjoying. It's a very slippery slope. You absolutely should consider insurance if you're providing any kind of professional service to clients, even if it's on a part-time basis, you know, evenings and weekends. Because most problems stem from the unpredictable nature of clients or things happening outside of your control. So the one bet that you can put on is that, okay, if bad things do happen, you're giving yourself a lifeline by being insured. And you don't have to use my company with Jack because we're not the cheapest on the market. So if you do want to choose something cheap just to get started, then shop around, but get insured. It's going to set you back 15, 20 pounds a month. And even if you never have to use the practical side of your insurance, which is the legal assistance, You will benefit from being insured on an aspirational level every single day because it helps you be a confident freelancer. It helps you go into projects confidently. It helps you handle clients confidently. So having solid processes in place, approaching each project confidently and having insurance in place is 
the thing that I want to end this podcast on. I don't know what else to say. That's the past 52 episodes in one sentence right there. Thanks for listening, everybody.